episode 144 is here everybody with yours truly wanted to take time to share some thoughts on 2020 and toast to 2020 2020 was a challenging year a brutal year for many and with that comes opportunity for growth and that's what i want to focus on the silver linings that we can take from this year this will be the last podcast episode released in 2020 here on The Optimal Life, and uh, really, really, really appreciate the continued growth of the podcast, the continued positive feedback, uh, the subscriptions are coming in, the subscribers, the word of mouth positive reviews. Guys, I, I honestly am so grateful that this is continuing on. I've been doing this for three years now. Me, myself, and I, 144 episodes in, I, I've been our the publisher the producer, the editor, although there's really not much to edit. I, I don't really ever edit any of the shows in terms of cutting out what's been talked about. Everything's unscripted. Everything is raw and authentic. And I think that's why the show's grown in popularity, and I think it's why we continue to grow. If you haven't, please subscribe, regardless whether it's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, uh, any other podcast app that you choose to listen to. Please subscribe, follow, etc. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, I cannot thank you enough if you have already given us the five-star rating. The five-star rating is truly important. It elevates the podcast, the algorithms. It pushes the podcast out to other people that may not even know about it. And we continue to grow uh, through word, these word-of-mouth ratings. So, uh, again, I really, really appreciate if you can take one and a half seconds out of your day. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Hit the five-star. That'll make me so happy. I check it almost every day. Every time there's a new five-star rating, I, I do like a, a dance. I mean, it's it's like a it's a rush. So um, I really appreciate it, guys. And uh, really, really look forward to many more of these together as we continue on into 2021, into a better year ahead, undoubtedly. I'm done rambling. I hope you guys have a phenomenal holiday season. And with that said, please enjoy... The final episode of 2020. Here it is. Thank you. The Optimal Life. Here we go, everybody. That's the sound of a little coffee to start this day. Christmas Eve day, December 24th, 2020. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on when you're listening to this podcast. Uh, Happy New Year. You may be listening to this podcast a year from now, but regardless of when you do, I want to take a moment and have a little gratitude toast to what has been undoubtedly the most difficult and challenging year for me, for uh, people that I know, most people that I know, family, friends, co-workers, acquaintances, society at large. Uh, majority of people this year have been tremendously impacted by COVID-19 and all of the challenges that have come with it. And uh, throughout all those challenges, I wanted to put together a short podcast episode to reflect on 2020 and see if we can find some lessons. Because in the darkness, when there's times of challenge, uh, this, is, this is really the opportunity. This is what gives us opportunity for growth, opportunity to improve, to excel, to make changes, 
to look at life differently so that we can maybe be better next year and the year after and the decade after, etc. So um, I just wanted to sit down. I have no notes. We don't, as anyone that listens to this podcast knows, this is an unscripted podcast and uh, this episode will be no different. But when I look at this year, I think about all of the opportunities to see people, to be with people that were taken from us. We weren't able to, uh, going back to March, April, May timeframe when when COVID really started hitting the United States and states uh, individually started shutting down the social distancing, the stay-at-home orders, followed by mask mandates. The chaos seemed uh, unbearable at times because it was uh, it was like, what are we going to do with ourselves? We're stuck at home. We can't even go to work. A lot of people's businesses were closed. If you work in hospitality, the restaurant, entertainment businesses, anything deemed non-essential, you were shut down in most states. The government came in and said, guess what, guys? We're, we're closing up shop for a period of time. And oh, oh, by the way, we don't know exactly when we're reopening shop. Here we are at the end of 2020, eight months later, and shop hasn't reopened for quite a few people. If it was reopened, it's because they're hanging on by for dear life to their businesses that they worked on years and years to build, to create, to sustain. And then because of some virus that comes in and sweeps through our country, the government with this, in my opinion, a very extreme reaction comes in and shuts you down after all those years of hard work and sacrifice. Unacceptable. Scary. We should be scared. This is the first lesson that I took from this year is uh, be cognizant of the people you're putting into office. This is not about Democrat and Republican. This is about be cognizant of the mayors that you're electing in your cities, the governors of your states, any other supporting roles throughout, the, the, the legislatures, the the uh, Supreme Courts of your state, etc. Every person that you put into office of power and a position of power will have an impact on your life or may have an impact on your life uh, much greater than you could have ever anticipated. I see mayor, the mayor of New York City shutting down our country's greatest city, Manhattan. Manhattan looks like a ghost town. So the lesson that I took away from this is be very careful with who you put into office. And voting is important. You know, before the, the old way was you go in, you vote for the president of the United States, or, or maybe if it was a, a Senate race uh, in between the presidency, two years into the presidency, maybe there's a, a Senate race in your state, or the governor uh, election is up, and you go in and you check the governor's name or whoever you want to vote for in Senate, and you, you ignore the other positions. Don't do that anymore. Every position counts. That is really, really critical because what you might have once thought was meaningless, 2020 proved it to be very meaningful. So that was a lesson that I took away. Another lesson that I took away this year is be appreciative. Yeah, be appreciative for what you do have because it could be snapped away so quickly. Be appreciative for the ability to go out and have dinner with somebody, to be able to go on a date, 
to to grab a drink, to be able to stay out past 10 o'clock at night. Be appreciative for your interactions with your friends and family, especially in 2021 as the country starts to continue, uh, starts the reopening and continues to reopen in, in state by state. When you get a chance to go and, and have that dinner and have that drink and have that coffee, be be conscious of that moment. Because who the hell knows what's going to happen again? COVID-20 is real. COVID-21 is real. There's going to be other epidemics and pandemics that come in and, and affect us and other things that we don't even think about that will affect and impact our country and our world in the years to come. It, it's it's no doubt. That's a 100% a fact. There will be other threats, external threats that come in and try to take away uh, that negatively impact our lives. And uh, we have to be ready for those. I don't know exactly what that means, but we have to be ready for them. And we have to realize that each day is a gift. Each moment with your friend and your family, in those tiny little moments, appreciate them. I know I do. I know when I go out to, to a bar now or have a drink or get together with people, uh, it just feels different. It feels different than it did last year at this time, doesn't it? I, I know I'm not the only one that feels that way. It feels like when I, we get together with a group of maybe six, eight, ten people in a house or out for a bite to eat, it, it's just like, God, I can do this all day. I don't want this to end. And I think those were the little things that we took for granted, those, those tiny little freedoms that we took for granted. I won't be taking those for granted any longer. I hope I always remember these feelings of 2020. I hope I keep these feelings of with these feelings that I had this year with me forever. Because as we all know, time is a healer, and time it makes you forget. And time could put you back into your old ways, your old mentality. This is an opportunity to change mentality. Got to grab a sip of coffee. Losing my mind already with this talk. Hold on a second, folks. Ah, I appreciate the coffee. I appreciate the scent, the smell, the taste of everyday life. This year uh, also taught me that uh, being alone in solitude allows you for personal growth. During the uh, initial stay-at-home orders and everything shut down, I was all by my lonesome. Divorced for a year and a half at that point. Uh, maybe a year and three or four months actually to be exact. Kids half the time at the most. So I had a lot of downtime and time for myself. What did I do? I worked out more. I read books. I listen to a lot of podcasts. Podcasting is, to me, the most powerful medium that we have now. I have learned so much through so many other people's podcast shows and episodes, listening to experts from all walks of life. What did I do during those times? I, I, I listened. I learned. I, I heard how people think about life, how they handle their businesses, how they pivot in times of struggle and stress. How they pivot in times of uncertainty. What they do to keep their head above water. Adapting. 
you can't stay still. Stagnant, a stagnant mind is really a useless mind. You have to remain always moving, active, sharp. And how do you do that? You go back to the exercise. You hit yoga. Yeah, okay, You maybe the gyms were shut down. If you're fortunate enough to have a treadmill or maybe some weights in your house, hit it. If you don't, you can do uh, uh, online workouts now. I mean, there's no excuse that you couldn't do an online yoga class, an online training section of some hit workout, high-intense interval training, uh, push-ups, sit-ups, stretching, meditation. There's plenty of forms of activity that you can do, even in cold-weather cities like Cleveland. Some people are fortunate. They live down south. They live out west. The weather's good in March, April, May when, when we're shut down. We're kind of stuck at home still with with snow and rain. You can still get it done. There's no excuse. You can get it done. It might not be the same as going to Lifetime Fitness or, or Gold's Gym, but you can get it done. You could then take those fresh thoughts, those fresh feelings after a 30 or 45-minute workout or 60-minute workout, uh, you know, go take a, a cold shower, rejuvenate. Your mind is sharp. Listen to a podcast. Read a book. Go learn something. Scrolling on Instagram and Facebook all damn day is going to get you absolutely nowhere. And don't you find it like when you're when you're looking at social media for more than five or ten minutes, you kind of start going, ugh, okay, and you and you get out of it because there's really nothing to it. It's watching a lot of puffery and fluff stuff that you forget that you even saw them the next day do you remember any stories that you watched recently of your friends and your family you're scrolling through story after story after story we're seeing thousands of of two or three second images in our brains our brains are how we can't store these memories and thoughts you, you these are just fast boom 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 They're, you're not holding on to anything you're not retaining anything you're not learning or growing I don't remember any stories that I've watched over the last week. And I've watched quite a few. I mean, I have to really think hard about anything that I saw that was valuable. I'm not sure there was. And that's my point. Take the time. Take the minutes and hours of your day and do something that will add value to your life. Especially in these types of times where you're forced to be at home and forced to be in your own thoughts and your own feelings. Improve yourself. It's amazing when you feel good about yourself and you're confident and happy with who you are, the type of energy that that attracts throughout the universe. The better version of you will attract more like-minded, good, positive people to you. That is a fact. If you're always looking for the external, the people on the outside to bring you the internal happiness, you will never get to the place that you truly want to get to or that you're capable of getting to. So in a times like this where there is no dating and there are no places to go and, and maybe get a, a release of some stress or you go to the movies or go out for a drink, you know, these, these things have been limited and people are wearing masks. They're all covered up from head to toe. They're afraid to shake your hand. You're sitting down. You can't even touch a menu. You got to put the phone up on the thing and then you pull up the menu from your phone you tell them what you want the waitress is afraid to even look at you for more than three or four seconds because she's afraid that if she stares at you too long she may catch COVID 
So, I, I mean, th throughout all this, what I'm trying to get to is when you're in these moments of solitude, improve yourself. Social media won't improve you, I promise you. It will absolutely not improve you. Podcasts, on the other hand, will absolutely improve you. Listen to a podcast. Read a book. Listen to an audio book. Learn, 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 learn. You will be a better person so when the pandemic ends, when the epidemic ends, when the next threat in 2023, 24, 25, 2030, wherever it is, when that comes and hits us, you'll be ready or at least more ready than you were now and you'll be better when it comes out. We always can improve. It is, that's a never-ending game. You never get to the pinnacle. You never get to that peak in the mountain. That thing's impossible to get to, but you can try to get as close as you can. So, cheers. Cheers. Cheers to 2020. Let's look at the silver linings of 2020. Let's look at how we view our friends and family, people that we care about, our relationships, our loved ones, being intimate with whoever your partner is. If you have a partner, you have a boyfriend or a girlfriend or a husband or a wife, appreciate the intimate moments. Circling back before we finish off, circling back to this uh, uh, overreach by the government in many ways, what we don't talk about, that a lot of media won't talk about, is, is while the government's trying to do a good thing and they shut us down and they're social distancing because they're worried about a, a, a certain class of people, people that are elderly, north of 75, 80, 85 years old, the ones that are most impacted by COVID, the ones that are most susceptible to uh, potentially dying from COVID. The, st the stats show it, 80 plus. Or if you have any preconceived condition, of course, that may accelerate. But the majority of the people that have been really, really negatively impacted or that have died from this have been 80 years old or more. That's just the facts. The government was interested in keeping everyone, quote unquote, safe and shutting us down. There is a fine line. There's a balance. I agree that they have to go somewhere. They have to do something maybe extreme at the beginning. But there's a point of diminishing return that's not talked about. There's, there's mental health issues. When you take people's livelihoods away, you shut down society, you force people to be bottled up in their homes, there's a lot of other issues that come with that. So, the, the uh, uh, for example, abuse, domestic abuse, domestic violence, through the roof, through the roof. You can go online and see, see statistics. And it's probably underreported because now... If there is an abusive situation at home, the abused is afraid to make the phone call because the abuser's at home. Last year, the abused would have made the phone call when the abuser left to go to work. Now they're both stuck at home together. The, the abused has no way to make that call. So there's a lot of things that are being underreported. Suicide rates going higher. People losing their livelihood. People losing their men, their. their their happiness, the mental health is being devastated for all age groups. Teenagers all the way through 70, 80 years old. The mental health has been 
devastating. So while you're protecting a certain class of people, it's not a one for one. It's, it's not a perfect um, uh, ratio or number. What's the word I'm looking for? There's a delta still that is going to cause other bad things to happen when you make these extreme measures. So there's you're, you're eventually causing other deaths. You're causing other people to to do things that maybe you know maybe commit violence and causing death, havoc, suicide. So there's all these other collateral damage effects when you shut down this our society that are causing other people to die that likely would not have died had it not been for the COVID-19 overreach shut down by the government. So if you saved a thousand people from the social distancing, but you ended up losing 500 people from all these other mental health issues, there's still a delta there. you, You haven't saved a thousand lives. And what if the number is even more so? What if, what if the lives being saved due to social distancing is less than the lives being taken due to the mental health epidemic or pandemic, we can call it? These are some thoughts. and uh, But again, with all of that, with all this said, I do want to say I am grateful for 2020 because... What I just talked about, the overreach, electing officials, the importance of of paying attention to who we're putting into these positions of power. I have that. I'm I'm clear on that now. I I know exactly how important that is now. The mayors, the mayors of of your suburbs are important. Anyone you put into a position of power has the ability to impact your lives. So take that seriously. Another thing I I will toast to, question everything. Not everything's a conspiracy. But question. Don't accept what you're told, whether it's through a TV show, a radio show, a blog post, uh, an internet post online, don't accept because you read something that that's a fact. In fact, there's so much garbage out there now that it would be very irresponsible to just accept something because you saw it online or because you saw it on CNN or Fox News, etc. Question everything. I toast to 2020 for opening my eyes, for making me look at life differently, for allowing me to improve behind the scenes in solitude, to allow me to sharpen my mind, to look at things from a different prism, and to not take for granted our freedoms and our times with our loved ones. I hope you guys have a beautiful holiday season, a happy new year, and I look forward to many more episodes together.